who am I to tell you anything about social media, about videos and all that malarkey? Well, I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Um, we're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a couple of years ago, about three years ago now, in fact, it became quite obvious to me that not every brand, not every business has this endless budget of having content created on a regular basis, like some of the clients that we've worked with. So what can I do to help them? Because that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be this business who was always offering video as a solution. I wanted to be somebody who was able to go, right, well, you can do this and this yourself because this isn't going to cost you anything. And then eventually maybe you might come to us if you don't, whatever, but at least I've helped you get to a certain stage. So I sat down and I came up with a process called, called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former number one book. It's still available for free until tomorrow. It's the 31st, isn't it? So if you want to get a copy of my book for free, it's available in the section below right now until August the 1st. August the 1st, it is no longer free. So if you want a free copy of my book, go and download it right now. The uh, link is in the section below. You go click on that, whatever platform you're watching on right now, and um, go and get a copy of my free book. And it'll take you through the whole process I use with my customers, my clients, to kind of just get them creating content, specifically video, but just anything really, just get them creating some content that they can put out on a consistent basis. Because social media really, really, really needs consistency to actually work for your brand and for your business. Um, so yeah, that's what these lives are all about really, just to try and get you creating. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So that's what we're talking about today. The fact that it is, talk in an elevator day it's an american day uh, but we can do it in the uk as well uh, talking and talking a lift day um probably sounds a little bit kind of uncomfortable really doesn't it it's is it any more uncomfortable though talking a lift than it is going up to somebody in a bar and starting a conversation that way when you're first trying to meet meet somebody perhaps um i know when i first met Susanna, we met online but still that initial messaging um was kind of oh, do I do this? Do I not? It's a little bit awkward, but then you just get into the flow and you just do it. Um, and so I got thinking about this and I was like, well, if it's awkward talking to people face to face because you feel a little bit weird about doing it, why then does it feel weird? And do people push back so hard on doing something like this? A live video where literally nobody can see you because you're talking to a lens. You can't see them, you can't see them sniggering, you can't see them saying anything, and they can't see you at the moment because you're recording it, or if you're live, they can see you, but you still can't see them. Does like that element completely removed? So what is it that stops so many people from doing live content or any form of video content? And the big thing for most people is a syndrome, and I got this from a lady called um, Tracy Miller. And Tracy Miller is uh, part of Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, and she's great. And I, I asked the question, what is it that stops you from doing live video in a group? And she came back with, and I've used it ever since, um, the fact that I feel like I'm going to look like a knobhead. So I turn that into knobhead syndrome. So basically, it's imposter syndrome. And a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome, where they don't feel like they should be there doing 
what they're doing. They shouldn't be giving the advice that they're giving because who are they to tell you kind of thing? Well, you are an expert in your field, whatever your field might be. Um, mine just happens to be social media and video. Uh, yours could be accountancy. Somebody else's could be plumbing. Somebody else's could be electrician. Somebody else could be a removal company, whatever it might be. So you have that level of expertise in that area. So that's why you're there to tell them. And the fact of the matter is, is if somebody is there to belittle what it is that you've got to say, they are not your customer. They are not your potential client. But what you've got to remember is they are putting a view and a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Any type of um, interaction on your content is good. And they're there doing that. So if they're going to troll you, whatever, let them crack on. Just remember they've got a sad little life. But also remember the most important thing is they are helping your content reach a wider audience. Whether they like it or not, the algorithm's going, oh, that person's watched. And they've commented. Oh, and they've given some sort of thumbs up or thumbs down interaction as well. Well, this content is probably worth pushing out to more people. So don't worry about the trolls. Don't worry about what anybody else has got to say. There is no level of knobhead syndrome. You can do live videos fantastically because you are a voice of authority. Now, the reason I know you can do it is because if you go through my normal How to Nine Times Your Social Media process, the first thing you're going to do is write a blog on the subject you're going to talk about. So if you've written a blog, you already know the subject inside out. You've already written your story. You're just going to take that story and put it into a spoken format. You're just going to talk to the audience, let them know what it is that you're talking about. Maybe give yourself some little guidelines by bullet pointing certain stuff and sticking post-it notes on your phone. But whatever it is that you're going to do, you're going to be able to talk to that audience and tell that story that you've already written. So you're removing that knobhead syndrome and you're removing that fear of just approaching somebody and talking to them about anything at all because if you stood in an elevator you don't have a plan of action do you you're just going to turn around to somebody and go hi how are you doing and they're going to look at you a bit weird and then they might go yeah fine thanks and then the lift doors are open and you'll get out or you'll go on a lift journey up and down up and down and have a proper conversation who knows but it's a bit weird doing it that way whereas this is literally just going record or go live and then that's it you go live and you talk to an invisible audience you can't even see them so there is no looking back at you as if you're some sort of weirdo and which is something i get on a regular basis when i say good morning to people on the street there's none of that because you can't see them um, so you can just get chatting and just get talking. Uh, good morning to everybody who's joining us on Instagram. There's quite a few people. Um, we've got uh, Imprefast, I think it is, and the Country Garden Flower Company as well have just joined us. Um, let's have a look on here. We've got Rossbrook Chartered Accountants uh, who've just got here and also said it's a great bit book. Don't miss it. It is a good book, and it's still free for another 12 and a half hours. So um, people might as well get hold of their copy today. Um, here we go. Eddie's saying he's thinking I'm a weirdo every time he watches my stream. That's fair enough. I, I don't blame you, Ed. Um, but yeah, it is talk to people in an elevator today. But I wanted to take it further than that because, yeah, you wouldn't. You, you might feel a little bit uncomfortable talking to somebody in an elevator, but you might still do it. You might still talk to somebody in a bar that you've never met before because you're attracted to them. So why would you not talk to potential customers? Why would you not talk to those people who could possibly spend money with your business? And even if they're not going to, they could well become part of your tribe and share your content around to everybody. So 
start talking to people in elevators or more likely press go and record on your phone and record a video or go live on your phone and um, which is something i prefer people to do because still a lot of people i talk to get hung up on this it's not quite right i'm not going to put it out when they've recorded it if you go live it is daunting don't get me wrong it is a struggle at first but once you've started you can't stop there is no stop start i'm not happy with that you've made a mistake you move on there's no stopping so um hopefully this is going to encourage you to take that step trust me download the book uh, how to nine times your social media it's still free and um, if you get all of that it will take you through the process and really kind of make it obvious as to why going live is so important it's such a strong piece of content um and will really help your brand and your business and also there are bits and pieces beforehand that will just help remove that knobhead syndrome. You won't feel like a dick going live. You might feel a bit strange, um, but you know what you've got to say is important to the people, and you know those people who are watching are going to get value from what it is that you've got to say. Even if your audience is small at the start, it doesn't matter. It will grow if you just keep doing what it is that you're doing. Okay, cool. Right, we've got some value out there. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, you've, uh, you're going to go away and you're going to consider at least doing video, even if you don't consider going live, which would be amazing if you did go live. Uh, hello to A Solution B, who've just joined us on Instagram Live. Thank you very much for popping in. Um, right, I've only got one question um, that came through overnight. So, I have a question um, from Twitter today, and then I've got the email question that came overnight. So, if you've got any questions on social media or video, stick them into the comments now, and um, I could do my best to try and answer them today if I possibly can. Hey, good morning to Scott Pugh, who has just joined us on Facebook, by the way. Right, let's have a look here. Um, okay, so uh, the question that came in overnight came from Sam. And this is a good question, actually, and this probably very well connected to my book. Uh, what's the best way to capture people's details for a regular mail out? Okay, so you're kind of meeting a, a, a newsletter of some sort. So the best way I've seen and the best way I've used and the best way that I suggest to customers and clients to do to try and kind of data capture in the UK, it's a little bit more difficult at the moment because we have GDPR, which is a bit of a bugbear for a lot of people. But you've got to get permissions to send these newsletters out on a regular basis, give them the opportunity to unsubscribe on a regular basis, all that kind of stuff, which is fine. It's not that difficult to do. Um, but if you can get that all set up in the background of what I would call a landing page, then basically what I would suggest to you is to give them a reason, number one, to want to download something. So all the content I create, completely free, all value-driven, fairly generic, but all about trying to help people nine times their social media. I don't give all the ins and outs, but I try and give as much as I possibly can do. Then I took what I know and I turned it into a book. So through the COVID situation, it's all been a bit crappy, hasn't it? All a bit weird. So I gave the book away for free rather than charging people for it. And I've just been trying to get people on that content creation journey. That's all I'm bothered about. Now, to get hold of the book, you do have to go through a gateway. That's my landing page where people give me their details, give me their email address, their name, their business, whatever. And then at the very bottom, they can either choose to opt in or opt out of my newsletter. My newsletter goes out sporadically. It should go out far more often than it currently is doing. Um, but life and work gets in the way. But um, basically, that's how I capture their data. 
So then that gets put into a special um, system that I use called MailChimp. You can use lots of other kind of mailing systems. It's free for certain elements of it and then not free for other stuff. Um, but if you're just looking to just do a generalized newsletter and have some basic analytics, absolutely perfect. Um, and so <clears throat> that's what I use it for. And so basically I've given away my book to capture people's data. They're happy to give me their data, data because they're getting my book for free because they've consumed all my content and got value from all of that for free as well. So I've not put any money behind it. What you need to do, Sam, and I don't know what business you're in, is look at what it is that you do and what could you potentially give away for free? I've talked to a lot of people about this in the past, and it doesn't have to be anything massively, massively substantial. It doesn't have to be a book like mine was. It could be just something like a top five tips or a, a quick webinar. Maybe you could record a webinar and then send people a link to that video to watch it get value from that and then you're getting their details from the fact that they're watching that webinar it could be all sorts of different things but what you're trying to do is give them something in return for them going yeah all right you can have my details and you can drop me an email now and again so look at it that way sam look at what your business does look at what you could give away for free if you're a product-based business you might need to think outside the box a little bit, think about some of the stuff that you could maybe give away for free information-wise, maybe about what it is that you do, um, and just go that way. Or maybe you've got a new product coming out and you want to let people know that it's going to come out, um, what date it's happening and all that kind of stuff. Then they could sign up to a new, uh, like an email list for that. So it, it's, it's a little bit of a difficult question to, to answer, but hopefully that's given you some ideas of what you could do. Like I say, I don't know what business you're in, so I can't give you an exact answer, Sam. Um, but look at what you could give away to entice people to actually want to give you their details. And remember as well that some people will download the content and not want to give you their details, or they'll unsubscribe from your newsletter. Um, I've had people unsubscribe all the way through COVID, and I've had people download my book but not actually want to be added to the newsletter. That's fine. And, and I'm not that bothered. I just want them to get value from the book in the first place. Um, so as long as you're not completely set up on the idea that these details are the most important thing in the world, um, I think then you're probably onto a bit of a winner. Uh, let's have a quick look, see if anybody else has joined us at the moment. Not right now. Um, oh, we have um, Scott who's joined us. And uh, yeah, he's talking about landing page um, that they have on their radio station homepage to capture emails to five emails about exclusive interviews and content competitions. Exactly. And it's, uh, there's all sorts of different stuff you can do. Uh, here's a quick question from Ed McIntyre. Uh, if you go live, you've got video, you've got a podcast. Yeah, sorry, it's, it's not even a question. It's a statement. Plenty of content to repurpose and potentially have a blog. You do. Um, I've done this in the past myself. I've, I've used Rev.com, which I have a link to in the section below. And they gave me a transcription of my video. That transcription was then just put onto my website as a transcription of a video. And um, basically, it was put out as blog content. And I think it cost me like pound fifty to put it out. It's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. It really is a no-brainer to do the kind of stuff. Um, but if you're struggling with it, it's always worth sitting down with somebody who knows what they're doing uh, just to help you maybe just put a little bit of structure in there. Okay, question that came through from Twitter uh, from uh, Chris, a Rossbrook accountant in Newbury. Um, and his question was, one second, let me find it. There it is. Um, how can you measure ROI on investment? Okay, so there's two elements to this. So social media investment can mean a couple of things. You could be paying for somebody to help you with your social media. That is generally probably going to mean organic 
social media. They're maybe going to help you with channel management, maybe some content creation. If you're not putting any money behind it, you can't expect it necessarily to bring you any customers because you're not trying to make them do anything with that piece of content. All you're trying to do is give them value. If you look at all my social media content, it's all about giving you value. Then if I create some paid for content, then I might make a paid for content of, hey, did you know I'm Simon and I do this, that, and the other? I run a visual marketing agency, but I also wrote a Formula Number One book. You can buy it right now and then make an advert for that so that people can then click a link and then go buy the book. So you've got two elements to it. So if it's organic, what you're looking for is your interaction rates to rise, more comments to potentially happen on pieces of content, maybe more questions to come in from people, maybe more back and forth between you and your audience, more likes, more shares, all that kind of stuff. And hopefully as well, your audience growing if you stick to consistently putting content out and then telling the audience the new content's out. This is the big issue for a lot of people is they'll create a piece of content, they'll do a great video, they'll put it on YouTube and then not tell anybody it exists and just expect them to find it organically through the meta tags. And it doesn't work that way, especially if it's not an, an industry or something that necessarily people will always be searching about. But if you tell people on Twitter that you've got a new YouTube video and you tell people on Facebook that you've got a new YouTube video, then they're more likely to potentially go and watch it. Facebook, probably not so much a great idea because Facebook have got native video content on there. But what you're looking for is just increase increased interaction on your content, be it increased subscribers, increased interaction as in comments, questions, back and forth, likes, all that kind of stuff. That's the organic return on investment. Now, if you get any customers out of that as well, then quid's in. Brilliant. That is awesome. But that's not what you want to be aiming for. You can't aim for people to want to spend money with you when you're giving them stuff for free. It just doesn't work that way. But it does raise awareness of who you are, your brand, and that kind of thing. And then potentially in their head when they do need an accountant, for example, they will come to Rossbrook because they remember Chris from Rossbrook was giving them loads of great value. So why would they not go there and get great value as a service? Then there's the paid-for side of things, which is kind of self-explanatory, really. You put some money behind it. More people get to see that content because it lands in their feed as a sponsored post. And then you just look at what actually happened, how many people have seen that piece of content, how many people then have actually made the purchase in the first place or made the interaction that you want them to make, and, and so on and so forth. So um, I worked with a client once. Um, just before COVID, we stopped working together, actually. It was just as COVID hit and things went a bit awry within their business, obviously, like a lot of places. Um, but I was getting them a lot of leads through a small spend on social media. But when you looked deeper into it, you were able to go, well, you're not converting because the website's not doing what you want it to do. So I'm doing everything I can do. You now need your website person to do what they need to do to make this element easier for people to understand. So you need to have all your ducks in a row, really, when you're putting money behind stuff um, because it's it's all well and good drawing lots of people in who could potentially become customers or absolutely hot leads. But if they then bugger off because what you're asking them to do on the page that you're sending them to is too confusing or it's just not designed well or it's not easy to do, then you need to rethink that. Um, so organic, look for increases in interaction, subscribers, all that kind of stuff. 
um, when you're paying for it, make sure you've got your ducks in a row and then look at how many hot leads you're getting out of it. Are you getting any customers out of it? All that kind of stuff. But that one's fairly self-explanatory. When it comes to organic stuff, it's a little bit different um, because if you get a customer, brilliant, but it's the other stuff that really matters because it gives you more analytics to play with and look at and, and get the details of who you're actually talking to and actually maybe tweaking your content so that you can talk to them better or going, oh, well, hang on a minute, this isn't the right person. So maybe I need to tweak my content so I'm talking to the right person and so on and so forth. Hopefully that helps a little bit, Chris. Um, it's a great question um, and it is a difficult one for people to kind of get their head around because everybody, when they're spending money on social media, be it having content created, having somebody coming in to help them, they want to see money coming back. And it doesn't always work that way. What it does do is help you increase your brand awareness so that when you approach somebody about potentially doing work with them, when they look you up, they can see all the value and everything else that you've got to give or have already given. Um, and also there's that potential of somebody who's consumed your value could potentially become a customer in the future as well. Okay, right. Hello to Ant, who's just joined us. Hello, Ant. He's uh, moved overseas recently. Uh, lucky so-and-so. Although right now, the sun is shining in the UK. So I'm going to go and make the most of it because we've been going for 23 minutes and I think that will do. Thank you very much to everybody, as always, uh, for getting in with your questions. If you've got any other questions at all, be it watching on the live right now, or maybe you're watching on the replay on uh, wherever you are, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, maybe on IGTV, uh, stick a question in the comments. I don't mind. Just stick the questions in there, and I'll do my best to answer them either on the next live broadcast, which will be on Monday, or we can go backwards and forwards on the comments, or you can drop me an email if you would prefer. Uh, drop me an email to the email address scrolling across the bottom of the screen right now if you're watching the video. But if you're listening to the podcast, don't worry. I've not let you out, left you out. Go to the description box and click on the email address in there. Send me an email with your questions on. I'll do my best to answer them. That I possibly can do. Um, and yeah, we can go from there. Uh, but until Monday, thank you for watching. If you're not subscribed on whatever channel you're watching on, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit the share button as well. That would be absolutely awesome. Get more people watching this content. Keep growing the community. Keep getting more questions in. And uh, hopefully then we can keep helping more and more people as we go on. <clears throat> but until Monday, have a great weekend. Stay safe. And uh, today, make sure you slip, slap, slop and put that suntan lotion on. I'll see you on Monday. Take it easy. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.